Real Talk with Rajan with Nothing's Off Limits. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that. I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk with Rajan, everything's debatable, so on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Now, tonight, I have a very special treat, because one of the goals of Real Talk with Rajan is to shine a light on the great things that are happening right here in the Low Country. I know that we talk about everything going on all around the world. We talk about what's going on in China. We talk about what's going on in London. We talk about what's going on in France. We talk about what's going on in New York, L.A., Miami. Well, right here in the low country, we have people doing great things. And Real Talk with John loves shining a light on those people. And tonight, I have the distinct honor of interviewing the cast and crew of Love and Southern Discomfort. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm really excited about, about getting started. Um, before we even uh, get into the interview, let's go one by one and just introduce yourself, say who your, your name and who you are in the play. Or what you do, what's your role in the play. My name is Mary Jules, and I am the I'm Scott Patterson. I play Tommy. Alfonso mm. Aethiora. I play the ensemble. I'm Jay Harper, and I play Mr. Fitzpatrick. I'm up here in the realtor. I'm the music director for the production of the Chicago Brothers. Sydney Washington. I am the assistant music director for this show. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for, 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 for joining me tonight. Let's go ahead and get started with the, with the idea for the show. Love and Southern Discomfort. What does that mean? Well, Love and Southern Discomfort is a musical about an old money African-American family torn apart by the devastating effects of mental illness, addiction, and a secret better left untold. Mm. So basically, it is just good old-fashioned family drama that kind of like runs like a nighttime soap opera. So we got a couple of aha moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dancing and singing and rejoicing and celebration and a lot of tears and some struggle. Mm. You know? Wow. Like fair. Like fair. <laughs> okay. Like All right. So, so when you are putting together the idea for this play, and I imagine you are you the playwright? I am here. Okay. So as the playwright, what what was your you know guiding principles when you were putting this together? What 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 did you want to? You said I want to do a play that does this. What what was that idea? Well, I wanted to do I wanted to do a musical that spotlighted like a slice of African American life that is rarely seen. Mm. Um, My family, uh, my mother is a native of Louisiana, and we have, we call it, when I I was younger, we would go down south to the homestead, and our family has over 100 acres of land, and there's streets down in, like, Logan Court, 
that have my family's name, and then there's the old cemetery where the Samsons are, and you have to be a Samson and live on this land, and there was all these stories I grew up, and you know, again, every summer I would go and see my aunt ask a thing, or I feel like I was 100 years old when I was 14, and still, like, <laughs> she passed away, God rest her soul, at 113 years old. Wow, yeah. And she was still in her house, so about 110 years old. Oh my God. And we would go down every summer, and she would just give me jars and jars of sweet pickles. Thanks, Anna, to me. But just, it was just, life was different, coming from the north and then going down south. And I remember um, when we were, uh, my husband at the time, my ex-husband, we were going down to our timeshare in New Orleans. And I remember we, uh, uh, the cab driver was like, oh, where are you from? So we're from you know New York City, New York City, but our family's from his from Lake Charles, and, and he was like, "Oh, you Creole, you Creole," and I just remember like, "Oh, down here, but when we go up north, we're African American." <laughs> it's just two different worlds, and I just I just started taking those stories, and my mom is like, is now the family historian, mm. and she has all the old photos been passed down, and you know, and it's just like I have a photo of like my great 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 grandmother and she's like this is who you look like and i'm like oh okay yeah i can see the resemblance and so we have all these stories and now they're now starting to be passed on to me and i guess i'm now like the oral historian mm -hmm. and the keeper of the sacred photos and, and so i built a story kind of out of like my family's you know, heritage. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So as you're putting the story together, um, taking it from being an idea in your head uh, and trying to assemble a cast, um, what were the things you were looking for in a cast and how do the people in the cast sort of play that out for you? Well, sometimes uh, you have your, you know, when you're putting together, you have your, your character types, you know, you have your antagonist, protagonist, you know, of course, you know the arc of the story, the bones, and you build from that. And so when you're auditioning, you're hoping that there's someone that embodies that character that walks through the door. And you have a sense of what you want, but sometimes you don't know what you want until they walk through mm -hmm. the door. Mm. And you get that aha moment where it's just like, okay, that's my Mila, that's my Romina, that's my Tommy. And then um, I'm very fortunate and still, like, being a fledgling uh, playwright, um, in a sense, is that because I am still in the business myself, as a performer, I have a lot of resources to take from. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I'm a woman of age, <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people that I can just get a lot of information and, again, resources. And... Uh, one such person is, of course, my partner, Bobby Day, the composer. And we were thinking about our Lisa, and we were saying, you know, who would tear this role up? It's Alicia Cuccio. You know what I mean? Bobby, uh, you know, she is Broadway royalty. Wow. And just. Just Aww. a good egg. Wow. So, and she has grown with this production. You've gone to what, three rewrites with me? <laughs> I know you're stuck in one. Yeah, you know. I was like, every time I come back, I got new lines, you know. But, um, and she is just a resource for her, for me, 
because she's so experienced. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she just sometimes will just be having tea and she do her show and talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just, it's just, it's just very comforting and very humbling. Just to know, I got someone in my corner, but I'm always like, when someone is amazing, and I've got some amazing people, mm -hmm. like everyone here is immensely talented, yes. and I wasn't prepared for the talent in wow. the low country. I wow. was not prepared, and like, like. They're not like Charleston isn't ready. Mm. Charleston is not ready for what we're going to do. They're not ready for what we're going to do. So, Ms. Felicia, let's let's so roll because because that's so that's a lot to put on right now. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that. <laughs> hey, hey, you're on the flyer. <laughs> um, so, how you know what brought you to this role, and what what about this role um, really makes it one that you would want to perform? Well, you know, actually, when good people call you and you care about them, you throw a lot of things out the window and you just say, so-and-so called, and I want to be helpful in whatever way I can to, to do that. And so I have been on the road with Bobby. Bobby hooked me up with Monica. And uh, as we began to talk, you know, we, we decided we would commit to to try to, to make this thing come to life. Mm. And, and I just told her, and, I try to give my word and I try to keep my word. Mm -hmm. So every time they call, I try to make adjustments to make sure I So I I am just honored that they would, you know, think uh, enough of me to give me an opportunity to live out a vision. When people have visions like that, they start from a place and they grow. Mm -hmm. And and it's uh, an honor to be thought of in a way that you can start from an origin of something mm -hmm. and create something, yeah. you know, and I, I find that exciting and challenging. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, uh, with the characters, you said your character is Louisa, correct? Louisa. Louisa, Louisa. Miss Louisa. Okay, Miss Louisa is the character. So, who is who is your family in this? Because I'm imagining that this is like a soul food kind of thing. We got like a, a big mama situation, and then we got the kids. Is that, is that what's going on? Well, you know, I do make a little dumb so, so and when you talk about Louisiana, my both of my parents are from Louisiana, and when they talk about gumbo, that's like a staple. In Absolutely. And uh, and especially in my house, it's so funny you talk about you know the food there. It's like I have two aunts that live back to back, and one makes grits one way, and one makes grits the other way, and they both compete. When we go outside. <laughs> wow. You got to eat at both houses. <laughs> One grit stick to the spoon and the other grits just slide off. <laughs> and you gotta eat both of them? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, that's not it. That's and not you it. gotta eat a lot too. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> these grits are here. <laughs> I like it too. You're my daughter. So I, it, it uh, uh, was intriguing to to uh, be able to, uh, you know, bring that Louisiana flavor mm -hmm. to the. Absolutely. Now, are you from Louisiana? I'm not. My parents started off in Louisiana. Okay. All of my relatives are down there. Uh -huh. I got a lot of relatives in Louisiana, but every summer we would drive down there. Okay. For awesome. family vacation. So it would be me and my sister in mm the -hmm. car, my mom and dad in the front, fried chicken and pop popcorn. What <laughs> <laughs> a journey. Awesome. 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 So, 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 so,
So, Z, Zandrina, Dunning B. I've known Z for a long time, so we can do that. What is your role in the play, and how has this shaped up for you? Wow. Well, uh, let me first start by saying this is the biggest thing I've ever done. Mm. Um, as a producer, you know, as some people may know in Charleston and I, I've produced a lot of tribute shows and things like that, but never a stage play. Mm. So um, for me to be a part of South of Broadway, um, I've been with South of Broadway for about a year, um, and I've done a lot with South of Broadway, but this by far is the biggest thing um, and I'm learning as I go, honestly, and it's just been such a pleasure to work with, with everybody, seriously. Mm -hmm. um, I do a little bit of everything, uh, from casting, helping to cast. Um, luckily, I knew a lot of these people, you know, beforehand, mm -hmm. so um, yeah, I, I was instrumental in that. Um, I do a lot of the day-to-day -day things uh, that need to be done in the office, and. Um, I do a little bit in here during rehearsal. I take notes sometimes. I take video, photo, post on social media. Everything. All right. <laughs> Good stuff. See a little j jack of all the trades, huh? Yeah. So are, you, are you doing any singing in this play? Nothing. On You're not stood not on stage. Wow. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So you're so you're not on the stage, but Scott is. Scott so is. Scott, what's your role in the play? I'm your resident bad guy. Mm. Every play needs a bad guy. Yeah. Are you good at being a bad guy? I'm really yeah. good at being a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm so good that you're gonna love me too. Awesome. Awesome. No. Well, you already have like the you know the bad guy in Bond accent yeah. already. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> there's um there's a fine line between love and hate, okay. and um, and I'm shredding it. Awesome, awesome. So the accent, where are you, where are you originally from? Yeah, I'm originally from London. Awesome, yeah. from London, what part? Uh, Chelsea. All right, Chelsea, uh, United? You're a United fan? No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Manchester, you're a Chelsea fan. I'm actually a Crystal Palace fan, but you're, we're talking okay. about Okay, we're talking about football, <laughs> AKA soccer. I got you, I got you. No, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, so, and you, and oh your, your love interest in the play is Miss Joy, yes, my understanding? Is. All right, Miss Joy, what is your role in the play? I am Wilhelmina. And I am the mother of Mila, and I just haven't um, been the best mom. Um, I have a couple of issues. Uh, I'm an alcoholic, and I you laughing at me? Like one or two. But um, yeah, I struggle with you know addiction and bipolar. So um, yeah, uh, those are some of my issues. And so we have a kind of a tenuous relationship. But I've reached out to try to mend that relationship because I, I need her. And I don't want to tell the story. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's enough to hopefully tickle your fancy and spark your interest to come on out. But uh, we'll see how it all plays out in production. Okay, so we're going from mother to daughter, Mila. Um, yeah. So your real name is not Mila. Your, first, your real name is? Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. I know you, don't I? Love you. Okay, cool. <laughs> Tanya. So what is your role to play, Tanya? I am Mila. I am Daughter and um, yeah, prodigal daughter. Yeah, prodigal daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't want to kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show, uh, we do. We have a ooh, very rocky relationship, and I've moved away, and then I have to come back home for something. Um, don't want to give away the show. You got to come see it. Huge secrets all over the place. Mm -hmm. One of the major secrets. Mm -hmm. um, 
But for me, this particular play, I had to have this play. Like, I had to be a part of okay. it. So I remember Monica's been trying to get this show to Charleston for years. Mm. 2016, yeah. I think, was the first time. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we have a mutual friend, Lori Vandenberg Cobb. Mm-hmm. They called me in to possibly read for Mila. Know what happened? I remember Bobby. I know what happened, and I heard it was coming back. And this is how bad I wanted it. I was diagnosed with cancer back in March. Wow. And so I was like, oh snap, they do audition. But I'm in Jacksonville, Florida, getting my treatment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me email Mary. Let me email Mary. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna do this. You know, I'm gonna do this thing right now. I'm gonna be okay. I promise. Like, uh, can I video and send you? audition and they're like yeah and they worked out and wow I was wanting, that audition was amazing and I've been wanting this role since 2016 wow. and the rewrites mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay yeah, so no, I, that's, why, yeah. that's why I was supposed to wait yeah. until yeah. the time yeah yeah I, yeah, yeah. it I, is it's amazing I just yeah. want to on top of that that I really was very impressed by the way she campaigned for it for it um i can be very single-minded in my drive mm. and so when i recognized that of course i was very impressed and then when she came in and just looking like a dream and sounding like a dream mm-hmm. i was like you know what the universe mm-hmm. puts you where you need to be absolutely and you can see it it waited for me it did it did <laughs> Tell that there's a warmth in the in the cast. Yes. Um, yes. Definitely. I want to make sure I work my way through the through the rest of the, of the <coughs> cast that's here. Uh-huh. Um, and I forgot your name, sir. But you said you're Mr. I am Mr. Fitzpatrick in the, in the play. And what is Mr. Fitzpatrick's role? Well, I am the family lawyer. Mm. I can see that. I can now, see that. <laughs> yeah. You look litigious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do work. <laughs> I do work. Alfonso A.C. Riley. This is not your first production, you know. Um, so, how, how have you enjoyed being in the role, in the role that you're? Um, it's been pretty awesome, and just to link on, uh, growing up as a child, every summer we would 
Musical director and co-musical director, um, Mr. I forgot your first name. Abdil. Abdil. Yes. Abdil. Mr. Abdil and Mr. Stephen Washington. Um, I'm going to start with Stephen because I know Stephen. Yes. <laughs> uh, Stephen, I mean, you're you're known throughout throughout the Low Country for your work um, through music, um, especially like in the gospel realm and, and beyond. Um, how how does it feel, you know, to work with with Mr. Abdil and and, and putting together this this uh, stage play musically? Oh, wow. Okay. So this is our first actual opportunity. We've seen each other from far, met, and uh, supported each other. Mm -hmm. So we finally got a chance to do something, and it happened to be something you know on a grand, grand stage. Awesome. Um, the the camaraderie is wonderful. Um, one thing I, I can definitely say it makes everything so much easier when you go through the music here. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I can speak for everyone. I think we all believe in this play. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's it, for some reason while we were all talking. 
No, you're good. Everyone has some kind of connection mm -hmm. to Warby, so you'd be surprised when you uh, are a part of something. It draws so much more from you, it pulls so much out of you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because whether you say it or not, you're mm -hmm. some, some way somebody is so connected. And I mean, everyone's got some kind of story, whether it's in family or whether it's with either. And I kind of have both of them. Yeah. We're not even going to go into it. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of I feel like I'm going to have one after I leave. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but with that, with being connected and seeing actually what's going on, it just kind of makes the music, even though you know, you're know you going to have to be disciplined enough to follow the music, but you, you still want to bring it to life. Mm -hmm. And so you want to you wanna add in you know, what you're feeling mm -hmm. along with it. So sometimes you might get a little caught off and yes. moving with, you know, with the flow, yeah. and, uh, but yet still be professional. But um, we've been talking, we kind of got some ideas, and Bobby, Bobby's a tremendous, he's an amazing guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he pretty much laid a good foundation with the blueprint. Right. Awesome. So he makes our job so much easier. So shout out to Bobby. Shout out to Bobby. Yeah. 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 So that's that's pretty much my awesome. My and you'll be playing keys during. I'm, I'm doing keys and a couple of other instruments okay. that probably won't look like expected. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you'll hear. Awesome. And Mr. Abdil, I, I want to close out with you on, on the musical side. When you're putting together the soundscape for this play, working with Steven, what, what are the things that you wanted to consider while while making those decisions? Well, you know, um, being a music director, it's like how sometimes playing classical music, mm. because the music is there, and you have that responsibility to like portray and be as, as much as you can like faithful to what the composer mm -hmm. wrote down. It's a huge responsibility. And um, uh, as Stephen said, uh, Bobby's music is great. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think that's why it works so easy mm -hmm. and for all the cast. So um, having um, Stephen working with me is great uh, because, you know, um, we all have different backgrounds. Right. Then we bring that all together. together. Mm -hmm. And I think that the project with all the singers that uh, I was telling Mary the other day, I think, uh, it's so easy to work with them. Mm. They're so experienced, talented. So um, what is going to happen on stage? You have to see. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk about seeing it. Let's talk about seeing it. What is the date, time, location? What do we do? Monica. Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Charleston Music Hall, tickets are on sale at Charleston Music Hall, at Ticketmaster, or at loveandheavenlovescomfort.com. Um, as we said before, every family has a story to tell. You won't want to miss this one. Mm. Mm. So I'm hearing family, I'm hearing struggle, I hear drug addiction, I hear alcoholism, I hear family secrets, I hear a lot of things that are themes that all everybody right. can relate to. Everybody can relate to. So January 11th and 12th, Charleston Music Hall is going down. Be there. South of Broadway Productions is going to be putting this on. South of Broadway. South of Broadway. South of Broadway. And Pat Day Slater Productions. Yes. Can I just say, by now, because it's 
Yeah, Charleston. Because y'all, we, we, let's be honest, right? We a walk up city. We a walk up town. Let's 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 not be a walk up town for this one. Let's let's let them know ahead of time what to expect in the audience. You know, and, and don't and don't wait till the last minute thinking, oh, that's my cousin. So you know, that's my cousin. So I can I can make I can do. I mean, AC by himself gonna sell like three hundred tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't go to New Orleans. <laughs> Everybody's there. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, I'm gonna, you know, as the as the um, writer, I, I really want you to close us out with your parting thoughts on the play. Uh, just make your final case to the people, you know, as to why they should. Come. I'm sorry. Can I just interject? Uh, absolutely. This project is bigger than what's happening right here. Mm. Yes. Yes. Can you speak to that? Yeah. Well, this is the first installment on a developmental journey to New York City, to Broadway. Mm -hmm. And why we want to start here is that the very first table read was here in North Charleston in 2015. I wrote Act One, we read it. It was meant to be here. Broadway theater is starting right here, mm -hmm. okay? When you're writing, you need to develop in a safe space with safe people around talented people. And I want to be instrumental in saying, hey, create art here. Mm -hmm. Create, have it come here. You yeah. know what I mean? You speak Connecticut or mm -hmm. you speak, you know, down at the globe. Mm -hmm. You know what? Bring it down here. Yeah. This is a safe space. To find your artistry. Okay, and you got talented people that will carry you through. Okay? So it starts right here. You want to see this show. You want to see it before it hits problems. You want to be the person that I saw when I was a supporter from day one. Okay? Because you know what? We get to Broadway, no friends. Word to Drake. Oh, Word to Drake. Hashtag. <laughs> January 11th and 12th, Charleston Music Hall. Love and Southern Discomfort. You want to be there. You've heard from the cast. You've yeah. met the cast. Come meet them in person. Come find out these stories firsthand. Come tell them about when you went to Louisiana yeah. and what happened. <laughs> but, sit, but in all seriousness, on you, though. Bring on you, for sure. Uh, but thank you guys so much for, for giving me the opportunity to, to interview you. I am such a big fan just standing around. Like, I've known a lot of you individually. I've known of, so a lot of you individually. And I just, I just, I'm just so excited about this. I love seeing um, artistry happen here. Um, this is literally a block away from where I went to high school. And, like, it means a lot to me that y'all are doing this here. So thank you for continuing the work. I want to encourage all of you um, creators to continue creating. And, um, you know, Keep doing what you're doing. If, if, if ever Real Talk with Rajan can be a friend and interview you, please let me know. I'd love to support whatever it is that you're doing. Once you come to Real Talk with Rajan, once you're a friend of Real Talk, and you come anytime. All right. I'll be back. <laughs> please do. Please do. And this is the Real Talk with Rajan. I'm your host, Rajan Lewis. I thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, this is yet another local celebrity spotlight. I'm telling you, there's great things happening here in the low country. Don't believe what you hear in the news. We got people doing more good things than bad. I yeah. promise you. I promise you. Leave it at the hall. Absolutely. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> If you are listening to this on my podcast, Spotify, Apple, 
uh, wherever SoundCloud. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you go back and listen to my last interview uh, with Troy McLean, Shaquem Apket, and everybody that came before it. Um, also, this Sunday, I'm doing my local, my, uh, I'm actually doing a Real Talk Live. I have lots of current events to talk about. We gotta talk about this girl who got herself kidnapped. We're gonna talk about it. I promise. Yeah, man. But always remember that God is everything and without him we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man fails to stand for something, he'll fall for anything. So that's real talk. I'll see y'all soon. Peace.